0: welcome to episode six of the Club Run podcast. I'm Fran.
1: And I'm Mike. And this week's show is full of amazing guests to keep you entertained.
0: John Isherwood is our main interview this week. Plus Paula joins us with some more fantastic tips to keep your training interesting during lockdown.
1: Amanda is coming up shortly for a chat about how we can help our mental health in the weeks ahead. Plus, stand by for two more rounds of Captain's Guess Who. All that to come on this week's Club Run.
0: Fran, it's a very exciting week. We have had not one but two bits of correspondence into the podcast since we put out last week's show. Ooh, this is
1: exciting. That's like a fifty percent increase. That's like good stats.
0: Well, you say that, Fran. Oh no. But uh, one of them is a uh, is a comment about something that you and I have forgotten to do. Oh, oh no. <laughs> not good. And one of them is from Charlie
1: oh but it wouldn't be the same about Charlie now he's like we should almost have him as a regular feature I
0: know well this time he is actually going to get his voicemail onto the podcast because it's uh it's clean and it's broadcastable but we will come on to him in a second because firstly um we've we've had lots of love for the amazing uh playlist that everyone at the club put together a couple of weeks ago have you had a chance to listen to it yet no because I need to
1: sort out my Spotify account and then I can access it but yes it looks amazing I really do need to listen to it Um, and I'm loving all the positive comments and apparently the great array of music that you can listen to what about you have you been listening yes I've started working through it uh listening to
0: a few Mm -hmm. songs each time I go out and run I reckon it will still last me a few more few more runs yet uh but we have had it pointed out that actually two members of the club forgot to put their songs on the playlist
2: ah
1: it, would it be you and i for chance
0: yes <laughs> yes ah. it would
1: whoops <laughs>
3: so uh ah.
0: <laughs> sorry everyone I, i'm not going to uh put you on the spot because i know that uh, everyone else had the opportunity to go away and think but we are going to at some point this week we're going to drop an extra couple of songs onto the playlist aren't we and uh everyone's just gonna to have to try and guess which one uh was added by whom
1: oh i like that i like the fact we've given another little game to do keeping everyone busy
0: yes i'm sure exactly. they're not busy enough if it is but you know there we go so uh keep an eye out for that later in the week as for charlie uh it seems quite apt that we're, we're, we're putting this on today's podcast friend seeing as though uh he has uh, once again mentioned his duck do in the facebook group today
1: <laughs> we are actually going to have to have a duck do not the don't google it version um but we need to create a duck do. I think it would be any other party just wouldn't be the same now.
0: It wouldn't, and and I think maybe we should uh, we should explain poor Charlie. I say poor Charlie. Charlie uh, did email him with two absolutely unprintable jokes, but the third attempt uh, he called in and said that we should have a duck do uh, when we when we asked for jokes a few weeks ago, and uh, I thought I knew the answer to the joke, and if, it turns out actually, as you'll hear from Charlie's voicemail, that the. the the punchline he was looking for is uh, you're meant to ask what a duck do is and then he says quack quack while he laughs and and runs <laughs> off into the distance unfortunately when you google it someone has hijacked that phrase and it doesn't make it quite so uh quite so um family friendly so please don't google it do not google what a duck do is all you need to know is the answer is quack quack But uh, let's let's (laughs) hear Charlie. (laughs) Let's hear Charlie uh, because I think it's time we finally gave him some airtime.
4: Hello. I called last time and I gave you three hilarious jokes one about dragons, one about peanut butter. But the one in question, the duck do. I've been getting some abuse about that joke. And don't Google it. But punchline is what's the duck do?
2: You say quack quack.
4: But if you Google it, it comes up with something more sinister. Not my intention, but stay safe.
0: Bye. Charlie, uh, we hear you. We we will get a duck do sorted as soon as this lockdown ends. Does that sound like a
1: deal, Fran? I think so. I think it, well, surely we are got to have a duck do party. <laughs> Rest in <laughs> <pucks>, I guess. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well that escalated quickly charlie you are organizing this and you're coming dressed as a duck (laughs) Uh,
1: talking of challenges mr gilmore i have a challenge for you
0: okay oh god
1: um obviously we don't sit in some fancy plush studio recording this we're sat in our living room or your office respectively is your office big enough um for you to do a little bit of a physical challenge right now oh my god yes i think well it doesn't have to be right now but you know just for the listeners imagination we can imagine you're doing this right now um so as a a p department at our school we have started to set a weekly challenge for our year seven to nine students um to take part in and the first week's challenge um is how many press-ups can you do in one minute now these can be the full normal press-up or the modified version that I had to use because I am so feeble with my upper body strength. If I tell you I managed 35 in a minute and some of you will now be laughing hugely at my weakness. Um, yeah, that's the challenge I set you. You don't have to do it right now, but you could, if you so wished. I don't think a minute of you doing press-ups is probably going to be that great at audio. Um, <laughs> but um, <laughs> yes, you have a challenge. One minute, how many press-ups? And I extend this challenge to all our listeners as well. <sighs> Oh, no. um, the winning score from our school was 72 by one of my colleagues Um we got a new challenge this week but just in case we are starting to run out of material I won't mention it now because we can save it for another week
0: 72 wow I know okay. that is- oh,
1: no.
0: challenge accepted we're gonna have to put up a post later in the week in the group I, th- I
1: think aren't we oh yeah absolutely I think so
0: excellent well good luck to everyone else we like we we, i think we should extend this to like you said to everyone at the club uh should we get some guests on
1: yes let's first up this on this week's podcast um we are going to introduce our mental health champion to chat to us about all things to do with our mental health and this week we've got the lovely amanda joining us amanda how are you I'm good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, not too bad, thank you. Mike, are we doing okay? We're doing all right. Nice to speak to you, Amanda. Thank you very much for joining us. Um, how how are you doing at the moment? How have you been finding the last, well, I suppose we've pretty much got to four weeks of the current
5: lockdown? Yeah, sounds about right. Um, I'm fortunate that I get to, uh, I'm now working at home. So it's been it's been a month at home. Um, my team's just my, my boss and myself. So we catch up daily and yeah, bit, bit different. I've got a nice view out of the garden. Can't complain. <laughs>
1: That's all right, then. It's keeping you busy. And yeah, like you said, it's a change, isn't it? And I suppose it's all getting used to our new work environments.
5: Yeah, I think it can be a bit bit tough and uh, everyone's got their own change curve and how long it takes them to get through it um and there's no trouble if anyone is struggling with that um yeah we're all we're all individuals and hey that's what um us mental health champions are here to help with if you need to talk to us
0: we've been we've been chatting beforehand uh, on a couple of occasions haven't we friend just about how especially now that we've all got a bit more certainty about what the next three weeks hold for us all it's um
5: yeah i think it it, they often say it can take 21 days i think it is to form a habit and Mm. hey we've got another another 21 days so if you have started uh, getting into a routine then great keep it up um if not and you're an individual that does need that element of routine then give it a go
1: yeah yeah so that's a really good thought i hadn't thought about that and i've heard that saying before yeah it takes time to build up a habit and something to become the norm and i guess we've got plenty of time to practice it in the coming weeks um Obviously, as we said at the start, and and you've said as well, you're one of our lovely four mental health champions. Um,
5: perhaps we could talk to you a little bit about that and how you got involved with that at, with our club. Yeah, of course. Um, so I actually started off as a mental health first aider with work, um, and uh, I, I got into that because. There's a history of my own parents both have um, depression and I've suffered from what they class as low mood in, in the past. And I think with all of the the emphasis now on sharing, it, it, it's out there in the domain. Um, I wanted to become more involved um, with with club and England Athletics have mental health champions. So I uh, spoke to GM um, at club and, and we, we went from there really a yeah, I, I um, couple of years ago 18 months something like that um mental health champion with work was two and a half years ago um and i i've personally found that running is my my release uh, which is why i'm so glad that england athletics brought this um run and talk element to us yeah it's such a good initiative and i think it, it you
1: know the more we can keep highlighting the importance of mental health through running um the better and um you obviously mentioned there it's a tool you use to help you um are you finding that something you are using more now or have you substituting other things in as well how if you don't mind just asking you about your sort of coping mechanisms
5: no of course not um so i am trying to sort of get my my routine going um i'm uh, unfortunately one of these individuals that has to stay home. So I can't go and enjoy the extra long runs that I'm I used to. Uh, but hey, give it give it a couple of weeks and we'll we'll be back there. So I'm focusing on doing yoga a couple of times a week. Um, I'm renowned for having tight hips, and I'm finding yoga three times a week really helping that. Um, other than that, uh, I, I'm working, um, and I do have a treadmill in the garage. But anything more than a 10k is a bit uncomfortable on it. So I'm still getting those those elements and releases in um, but equally it's talking to people having video calls you know silly little things like that really and I've got a teddy bear in the window so when the kids come round, they can all you know spot the teddy bear
0: ah oh, that's lovely uh, do you do you live on a, on a street where you get a lot of passers-by
5: yeah we've got if it's not the cats it, it's the kids that are going up and down the hill on their scooters and um yeah out for walks and things it's such a nice distraction and such a good idea
1: that was created with the rainbows and obviously moved on to the teddy bears. I don't know what it is at the moment. Um, but, yeah, even I drew a rainbow and put it in my window just because it, you know, for me going out on my walks, it's made a difference having something to look forward to. And I've noticed so much more about my area where I live than I ever done before, have ever done before. So, yeah, such a good idea. You, We
0: were talking before we started recording, Amanda. You've, you've actually been... Um taking part in a a particularly interesting webinar relating to mental health over the last few weeks, I believe.
5: Yes. So following on from um, uh, the Runner uh, podcast last week, um, they mentioned about Mind. Um, They're actually offering webinars every now and again. Um, Anybody can take part in them, just uh, pop onto their website but they sent round a really great email this week. And there's a couple of things that um, I'll, I'll put um, links to it, it in the Facebook page. But they've got um, a runner's bingo. Uh, so run a 5K, uh, go for a solo run, take part in a virtual run, um, take a selfie, which given the lovely weather we've had, I'm, I'm sure a few of us can do that. Um, <laughs> but even better than that, they've got now a get active bingo. You can get the kids involved. Um, So run up and down the stairs, um, throw socks into the laundry basket, and you tick all these off. So you've got at least um, two months worth of uh, bits and pieces to to keep everyone busy. But as well as that, there's um, information resources, a variety of different things on um, how to cope if you're particularly struggling, where you can go, um, managing stress, how to stay active at home if you're like me. Um, and then there's a couple of other um, services that I've, I have particularly wanted to, to recommend because I've used them in the past. Um, one of them is called italk, um, www.italk.org.uk. And they've got loads of free wellbeing classes, resources, um, uh, talking therapies, it's it's just a really great sort of self-help um if, if you needed that extra level of support um yeah it does seem like actually at the moment there's some really
1: um really really good things out there and i saw even today um obviously um oh i was gonna i've forgotten oh god what's her name prince what are they the duke and duchess i oh, will say this better in a second duke and duchess of cambridge is that what i mean is that william kate and and wills yeah yeah but i'm not gonna call them kate and wills i'm not best buddies with them <laughs> <laughs> yeah so kate and Will's popped around for tea the other day um obviously they didn't because they would be socially distancing themselves but um but otherwise
0: says, they would have done
1: yeah otherwise, wouldn't. okay i'll get to the point saw so on um instagram from um the duke and duchess of cambridge so william and kate's um uh, uh, p- a post that they put out today that obviously they obviously big um, mental health ambassadors and they've put out some really simple strategies and trying to highlight the fact that clearly mental health over the coming weeks is potentially going to be something that you know is going to become a bigger issue um than even it is at the moment just because of the fact that you know nobody knows what the i suppose the long-term impact of our current situation is going to have on any of us um even if generally we are fit and well and healthy um and i think yeah it's it's finding those resources out there and trying them even if we maybe don't think we need them perhaps
5: yeah definitely um and yeah, there's the four of us in in club as well. Um, if you didn't feel comfortable talking to one of us, then we'll leave a variety of different links um, to to these services and bits and pieces that we've mentioned as well.
0: Also, even if um, some people don't feel that they want to uh, sort of reach out for some of these resources, it's it's about remembering that uh, there's going to be some friendly faces in our Facebook group every day answering random questions and chatting rubbish and just giving you something to keep 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 your mind occupied and and give you a bit of a a bit of escapism from what's going on in the real world as well
5: yeah and you don't have to i'm not much of a facebook poster but i love reading what everyone writes so please keep keep that going um and as hannah alluded to in the the very first um podcast lou and i do like our leggings so if if you need some cheering up with some funky (laughs) leggings just ask and we'll put some posts up
1: well, friend. I think
0: there we go. That's a post for another day, right there.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say, we're gonna have the Amanda, uh, Amanda Sayers and Lou Bridges inspired, um, best athletic wear post. We're gonna have to, we're gonna have to, Mike. Legging Saturday is that
0: no <laughs>
1: <laughs> legging Saturday. Wow. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, <sorry. laughs> I, don't, I don't think this i don't think this is gonna be one of our more one of our more sticky ideas fran but you never know
5: well there is a funky pants run with a funky pants medal that oh, um right. one of the one of the companies do so it is in existence funky well, yeah, pants friday
1: better funky pants right Is it
5: leggings saturday <laughs> <laughs> well and, and i'm sure jim mentioned one day that he was gonna mandate everybody had to wear some colourful item of of running gear at, at club so it might take off, you never know
0: You heard it here first guys Funky Pant Friday or, or, or the lesser well known and, and widely laughed at Legging Saturday may be coming your way soon oh.
5: Hey that's when we all go back to Park Run isn't it you, Park Run weird Legging Saturday, not sure it quite gels but you know where I'm coming from
0: So we We're going to make this happen. Amanda, we're going to make this happen. Watch this space, everyone, and uh, get yourself onto uh, Amazon and order your your funky leggings now.
5: Well, we've we've got to throw out there a couple of others than Amazon. Um, A couple of the locally ones down in Devon, you've got Flancy are are great. And I know a few people in club like those. uh, Tiki Boo. There's, There's a variety of others. Post in the Facebook group. Love it. I love how these conversations just go
1: where you never really expect them to go um and, and do you know what that is important the little things that make us giggle um and just keep us smiling i think like you alluded like reading people's posts the jokes that charlie and george keep us occupied with and you know the silly emojis and the memes all of those little things just bring a little giggle to your face and make uh, to your face <laughs> a smile to your face and makes you giggle out loud there you go those two things um just help so much yeah oh they do they do
0: 100% um, Amanda we're, we're, we're going to tag all of you in um, in the podcast uh, post that we'll do in the group we'll tag uh, uh, yourself and Louise and Trevor and Hannah so that everyone knows who our mental health champions are um, and thank you so much for giving up your time today I know um, these uh, these little sections in the podcast are, are proving really popular uh, with people and you know we, it's, we're, we're so lucky as a club to have not one but four of you guys out there looking out for us in there if we need you
5: it's been great to to speak to you and um yeah no thank you for everything you're doing i i personally have been loved listening to to these podcasts um and yeah like you said that there's the four of us we'll always signpost you in a direction if you need some support perfect thank you very much and you stay
1: safe and try and bear those treadmill miles out and keep yourself up with that yoga and looking after yourself
5: I will do thank you and you you take care as well both of you, will you do. Soon, Amanda. thank you, See you
3: soon. Yeah. Bye. Bye.
1: okay so it's time in our podcast this week to c- catch up with the lovely Paula Williams to talk about all things training and how things are going with our training at this moment in time
6: Paula how are you uh, yeah, all good, thank you very much. Are you guys both okay? We're good, thank you. All good, thank you. How's How is uh, your week? oh, a fortnight been since we last spoke to you? Uh, yeah, I think the days kind of blur into one, don't they? So, um, it, I was almost surprised that it was Sunday today. Um, <laughs> we we're obviously we were recording this a little bit prior to our Tuesday release, but um, yeah, it's just we're just getting on with it, aren't we? We're just doing everything day by day and um cracking on all good i'm glad
0: it's not just me there that doesn't have a clue what day it
6: is <laughs> i've got no idea no it's definitely like a time warp isn't it it's just yeah that whole um run recycle repeat kind of going around in a circle
0: uh, are you
6: still are you still loving the zwift um totally loving the Zwift, slightly addicted um, I've actually got Ride 100 supposedly still in August, so um, my plan always after London Marathon was to start training bike-wise, so I've just started that a bit earlier, um, and Zwift still feels really nice and safe um, indoors, and I'm getting some good training in, so yeah, I've kind of become a cyclist, which is a new one for me, but um, yeah, loving it, really, really loving it, can't big it up enough, to be honest.
0: And actually, just changing tack for one second, we probably we haven't actually mentioned it at all so far in the podcast round, but we are right in the middle now of what would have been marathon season. I think for anyone that uh, was due to be, if you're listening to this in the week, it comes out on the Tuesday, this coming weekend is would have been London. and the the Sunday just gone today, the day we're recording would have been
6: Brighton, Brighton. I think. Yep. yeah, and I, you know, and I feel, I've already said, you know, some people were ready. They were ready for these marathons. They were um, just about to finish their la- last longest runs and start their taper. And um, especially those who had Manchester a couple of weeks ago. Um, yeah, it's it's hard. I think it's hard for some people. I don't know how I'll feel next weekend when I should have been at London. Um, I felt like I was, I would have been ready um, to do OK. But... It'll, it'll probably feel like a Wednesday, Paula, so you'll probably miss it. <laughs> yeah yeah it, do you know I, I i felt like it was coming for a long long time that it was going to get cancelled so it was almost a relief when they just said that it was because it took away that um, limbo land of training for something that you probably thought wasn't going to happen anyway um so yeah we'll see if it happens in october instead i guess
1: um so going back to you talking about zwift and i know when you t- talked about it before you said that the sort of um sort of selling point or one points of such technology is the fact that you can have that social interaction and talk to people that you're also cycling with um, that you know or you don't know so is that something you think could be done with running i assume it could be done with the zwift running what about real life running do we think this
6: is something we could use or yeah definitely um i know some other local clubs and coaches have been doing exactly that so They have been using their phone to have a virtual run with somebody else. So I think some of our club members were saying that they feel quite anxious going out at the moment. And that's completely understandable. But a good way of possibly getting around that is by having a virtual run with somebody else. So using the video um, function on your messenger, um, which most of us have got, you can see the other person running and have a chat with them using your headphones or your Bluetooth headphones, Um, whilst out running so it it can feel like you're completely there running with somebody you've just got to organize the time that you both leave your house it doesn't matter that your routes are completely different and not near each other but then you get to see each other which brilliant you know social interaction with technology is like fantastic it's an idea that I think I mentioned that I
0: knew someone had done uh, to you a week or so ago as well Paula wasn't it but and and I said uh, I raised the point that originally oh but isn't that just going to mean all you can hear is the other person panting that's exactly what it would be like if you were running next to each other
6: (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) totally and um on um on Zwift it's been quite funny you can tell when we're all hitting a hill because the the silence is yeah we're both all uh, talking well still online connected but just there's no chat and you know that as soon as we get over that hill and we're sorted again the chat will continue which is exactly as it would be in real life you don't have a chat going up a hill unless you're (laughs) amazing (laughs) so yes it's the same simulation as you would be in real life which for some of us who are really missing that social interaction of club which obviously a lot of us have said in the posts in the daily chat posts that we're missing each other then maybe this is an idea that we can get each other moving and talking
1: I was gonna say I guess it puts a bit of
6: ownership on actually
1: going out because um you know, club, knowing that you've got to be there for seven o'clock kind of makes you go, even if you're having a, a bad day or you don't feel like it or whatever it might be. And I guess if you've arranged to meet someone or virtually meet someone for a run, um it kind of gives you that motivation that club would normally do, but can't at the moment.
6: Yeah. And that's what's been happening with myself on Zwift and cycling. I've arranged to meet um, my training buddy at the moment um, at a set time and we message each other five minutes beforehand saying, are you nearly ready? I'm clipping in. Um, and then we get connected and get riding, so it's the same thing as if you were could be doing it running, definitely. Uh, any other tips to share with us this week, Paula? Uh, yeah. So my little mini topic for this week um, is the thought about some people who don't want to go outside. You can be working on your running while staying in your house, and that is by just stretching. So you're we spoke um, two weeks ago about form and um, being more relaxed. But obviously, if you've got tightness within your muscles and you're not as flexible, then your range of motion is not as good when you're running and you're not as efficient. So the main source of tension that we've got normally is within our hips and that massively affects um, our running stride length. So if we get a little bit geeky, and I know you appreciate this, Mike, because you love your stats Um, I was coaching with somebody um, at the beginning of the year and we worked out that um, if you increase your stride length by half a centimetre and if you think how small half a centimetre is so by half a centimetre each step over the course of a marathon you have saved yourself a quarter of a marathon a quarter of a mile. So you have gained just by increasing your flexibility and therefore your stride length, you have saved yourself a quarter of a mile over a marathon distance of effort. No extra fitness, no extra speed work, no extra miles in that training plan, literally by stretching and becoming more mobile. So our hips are one of the most complicated joints in regards to all the different muscles that link into it. So we've got our hamstrings at the back of the legs and our glutes, our bum muscles. We've got our quads at the front. We've got a hip flexor, which like slings across our hip. And we've got our adductor, which is the muscle that goes in the side. So quite a lot of muscles all going around one joint. If one of those are tight, then that affects your whole range of motion within your hip. So by you sitting in front of the TV, Um, watching whatever you want to watch each night and um, just doing a little bit more stretching and mobility you can stay at home in the safety of your own home but actually improve your running by the time we get out of lockdown so that is my top tip for today is get stretching get your get mobile work on those weaknesses so if you're a little bit tight in the shoulders start stretching those out maybe stretch out your back a little bit um, and improve your running without having to actually run at all
0: that's a great tip
1: good. good advice with um you mentioned the hips as being something that generally all runners potentially struggle with being tighter in is there one stretch that you would in particular recommend i appreciate obviously this isn't a video so that you can't show people um and perhaps it's hard to explain but if there one in particular hip flexor stretch or something like that, that you would recommend?
6: Yeah. So it's the one where if you um, did a kneeling lunge, so rather than lunging, standing up, you have um, one of your knees on the floor and the other foot forward. And you take like a bigger stride forward. and so your legs aren't at two right angles. Your back leg um, is at a wider angle, more of a 45 degree angle. And by keeping your body more upright right so engaging your core um you will really push against um the back leg that is bent um to open up so when we release this podcast um i'll put a little picture in the comments for the top one um but yeah definitely hip flex so you can really push and open that and that affects your quad as well that one um it's a really really good one
1: something that if you are somebody who sits down at a desk um in particular I think struggles with if I'm right from my sort of reading around and I guess potentially a lot more of us are now desk bound with our jobs maybe than what we normally are um so sounds yeah. a really good one to do
6: yeah or, or you know some of us who um are furloughed and not getting out as much you know we are sitting around more generally I think you know and mm. um, we're not as active I know we're doing jobs around the house and trying to keep ourselves busy but we're possibly doing less steps than we normally would um so yeah potentially we are getting tighter in areas that we would normally be more supple in
1: there we go improving our running without having to go running that is good (laughs) gains. we're all about the
6: efficiency aren't we
1: excellent thank you very much again paula some more great advice to hopefully keep us training and tip-top ready from where we can get back at it uh, with club and so forth again in the coming weeks and months so thank you very much for your time and um, good luck with the Zwift training and I hope you carry on enjoying your cycling um, yeah. and we look forward to speaking to you in a couple of weeks
6: cool. all right fantastic thanks a lot guys thanks thank take care
3: bye, bye.
0: time for another round of captains guess who and fran i don't know about you but this is fast becoming my favorite part of the entire podcast
1: definitely it's so much fun and i think um our ability to deduct the people that we even know that we're talking to is second to none mike we should be proud of ourselves and do you think our geography has got any better since last week
0: um i've been swatting up with the atlas have you Yes, absolutely. Uh, let's just hope that we don't get any more questions about where people are from or where they've been in this week's podcast, because otherwise we're going to look even more stupid than people already think we are.
1: Yes. Well, shall we meet our first captain?
0: Yes, we have a distorted captain on the phone. Captain, are you there? Yes,
1: I'm here. <gasps> oh, the first captain is there. Right. Captain, how are you doing today?
3: I'm very well, thank you. Yes, uh, working from home, like everybody else seems to be doing at this time.
0: Ah, okay. Uh, Mm. And are you keeping well, Captain?
3: Yes, I'm I'm doing very well. I've um, been in the garden, with the weather being so nice, and done a few bits and pieces out there. But yeah, I'm just getting on with it. That's that's the main thing. Mm.
1: A sensible approach. Enjoys the garden. A sensible
0: captain. Clearly, it's not us, Fran.
1: <laughs> I really would hope it's not us. <laughs> right, I think we should swiftly move on to get
3: their first clue.
0: Captain, can we have your first clue, please?
3: I'm half Cornish. My dad was born in St. Ives, and I still have family down there. Ah.
1: Geography already, Mike. <laughs> i don't hold up much hope for us no but i know where cornwall is i'm okay on that one that's good nice part of the world beautiful part of the world beautiful part of the world but do we know of has anyone out there been
0: running with this particular captain when he or she has been talking about their family oh we had their phone we had their phone they have an android phone as well if that narrows it down we've got a bonus clue there thank you captain Captain oh. knows better than to say anything.
1: Wow. Okay. So, half Cornish, family still in Cornwall. Keep
7: Android
1: phone. The, uh, Android phone. Good. In the back of the uh, back of the brain, and we'll get clue number two, please, Captain.
3: I have a passing interest in astronomy. That's astronomy, not astronomy. I'm more interested in the stars and the and the uh, planets and uh, those sort of things. I'm not interested in the things that you read in the back of the newspaper to find out whether you're going to trip over something tomorrow on the way to work.
1: (laughs)
0: Well, I am pleased that you have uh, clarified that, Captain. But but can we ask what star sign you would be if you believed in it?
3: I would be an Aries.
0: (sighs) That gives nothing away.
3: So you did say that I'm sensible and I think when people find out who I am, I actually I'm not very sensible. So <laughs> that should be quite interesting. Oh
1: an extra bonus clue. If, extra uh, extra it, clue.
0: if you had to choose your favourite planet, Captain, which one would it be? Saturn. You were very certain about that. <laughs> Why is Saturn your favourite planet?
3: It's the ones with the rings and it's um it's different than all the others.
0: What would be your favourite planet, Fran?
3: Oh, no. (laughs) Um, There's a rhyme to help me
1: remember all of these, isn't there? (laughs) And I don't remember it. (laughs) Uh, uh, On the spot, Um, Pluto. And I don't know why. Maybe because it's a dog in Disney named after it. Didn't a planet get
0: downgraded a little while ago so it's no longer a planet?
1: Is that Pluto, Captain?
0: (laughs) Sorry, Fran, choose again.
1: <laughs> oh, good, good. So I thought we were going to make sure we didn't look quite as stupid <laughs> as we managed last week. Good, good. good. Um, right. Captain, please could you give us your third clue and maybe help me out here?
3: Right, well, um, been to see my football team. Uh, to be honest, I prefer rugby union, but I do watch my local football team. And I'm very lucky because I've been to see them play in the FA Cup final twice. Uh, they won the first time, and unfortunately, they lost the second time. But um, it's very unusual. Yeah, my Amazon phone goes off, uh, my, <laughs> my Samsung phone goes off again. It's probably because I've been out on my um, push bike as part of my um, government-allowed um, cycling thing today, and um, people are sending me t- um, kudos on the old uh, Strava. I think that's what it is. Every time it does it, it bleeps.
0: Who out there has been giving our captain kudos for his bike ride tonight?
3: I can see people busily trying
1: to scroll through their phone now on Strava. So remember, who have they seen do a cycle ride that was a captain? Oh, we might have to be careful because they've already mentioned they like rugby union more as well. And I can certainly, in my mind, maybe picture an ex-captain that's quite keen on the rugby, especially the Six Nations every year.
0: Hmm. This is getting very interesting um I,
1: I, I i'm i'm stuck is it I well i can tell ca- you who it isn't it isn't keith and it isn't jerry if that helps <laughs> and it isn't you and it isn't me so <laughs> that's a few less to think about
0: come on guys come on all of you listeners out there What are you thinking? I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, if Pluto isn't a planet, what is it now? And according to Google,
1: it's a dwarf planet. So there you go. Technically, it's still a planet, isn't it? Well, I'm not getting into a debate about that. Um, We should probably let our captain go so we can think a bit more about who it is. And then, Captain, could we come back to you at the end of the episode to uh, find out who you are?
3: Yeah, of course you can.
1: Perfect. Thank you.
0: Thank you very much, Captain. We will we will speak to you a bit later on. Time for our second captain's guess. Who I think,
1: Fran. Uh, I'm not sure if I could be any more excited. It is exciting. I can't wait. I'm loving this. I know. Let's, let, let's meet them, shall we? Do we have uh, Do we have another another captain on the line for us? Anyone there?
2: Yes, I am.
1: <sighs> yes, I am. Like it. Bold statement.
0: N- knows, what knows what they knows what they want to say. This is um mm. this is gonna be a tough one, Fran. I
1: think. Mm-hmm. I think so too.
0: How are you, Captain?
2: I'm good, thank you. How are you?
0: Mm, um, <laughs> n- none the wiser.
2: Ah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think they're starting to get a little bit savvy with this and think, hang on a moment, we can make this harder than it needs to be, or well, a good challenge.
0: Yeah, definitely. Hmm. I think um, it's going to be it's going to be a tough week for our listeners. I think I don't think this is going to be easy. I mean, to be fair, Captain, so far has only said about four words. We're going to get we're going to get you to say more now, Captain. We're going to w- w- tell us what you've been up to uh, this week. Have you done anything exciting without leaving the house? Uh,
7: this week, nothing
2: more exciting than work, uh, work, and a bit of work. Good. Good,
0: well, a
1: variety there.
0: <laughs> I think we should ask ask them for their first clue, perhaps, Captain. Could we could we have your first clue, please? Uh,
2: my first clue is that I am half Welsh.
1: Oh, oh, the captain's are go. I like it. First two first clues for both captains has been about their heritage. Half Jeez. Welsh captain.
0: Geographical hmm. clues.
1: It's almost like they know we're not very good at this. Um,
5: <laughs>
1: um, um, oh, I don't know actually to be fair I've never I've never chatted to any of the captains about what is their ethnicity background that's no. the right thing put in it. No, well that's I. a good thing to start with but equally some people might know this captain really well and be instantly going oh, I know who that is can we have clue number two please captain
2: I have visited more than 20 football grounds watching Pompey play
0: Mm, two two sport ground football stadium clues in in the same week this is uh
1: these are great clues and actually that's quite an achievement as well 20 stadiums well it's more than i've been to i think i've been to a grand total of actually none i don't actually think i have anyway it's not about me um everybody um there we go you've never been to a football stadium I, I don't actually think I have. I'm trying to sit here and think if I have. But I don't think I have. Most people have like, even like, accidentally ended up in a football stadium. Oh, I have. I've been to Porto, I lie. I've been to FC Porto's football stadium. I've even been and watched them play. Right, Captain, please have you got us our third clue to help guess who you are.
2: I have paraglided off the top of Babadag Mountain in Turkey. <sighs> wow. Ah.
0: That sounds scary.
2: Uh, not scary, really, apart from taking off.
0: How how was it? Did you enjoy it?
2: It was amazing.
1: Oh, well, you're a braver captain than I am. I wouldn't be throwing myself off a mountain, even if there was somebody in charge. Ooh. Would you do it again, captain?
2: I absolutely would do it again, yes. <laughs> uh,
0: so we've got um, a committed-to-work captain... Who's been to 20 football stadium watching Pompey, has paraglided off a mountain in Turkey that I'm not going to try to pronounce,
1: <laughs> and is half Welsh. Ah. Well, we will. Shall we leave it for our members to carry on guessing? I think we should come back, with Captain, in a little bit to find out who they are.
0: Will you join us later, Captain, to uh, to tell us who you are?
1: Yes, I will. Very nice. excellent oh we look forward to finding out who captain number two is in a bit
0: speak to you soon captain bye we are very excited for our main interview this week we have been joined here for a chat with the one and only john isherwood how you doing john uh, very very good yeah thank you thank you for uh, for inviting me
4: yeah i think i'm just saying that it was a bit of a bit of a surprise really you know given the uh, the amount of people at this club and you know, how amazing they all are and all the stories that everyone's got and but yeah obviously yeah as soon as you uh as, soon as i received the email i was uh yeah I was, you know, It's a it's a it's a privilege so thank you
1: our absolute pleasure thank you for joining us And um, perhaps we could start off by finding a little bit more out about john beyond a member of fcrc
4: yeah I sort of live obviously well Fairham, um, other side of Fairham. I live with my I've got uh, lovely wife Jodie and two kids uh, Josephine and Jasper who uh, yeah certainly keep me busy.
1: I and, can imagine especially at the moment.
4: Yes yeah yeah obviously with uh, them uh, both being at home and homeschooling and uh, both Jodie and I are both working uh, so yeah it's a bit of a bit of a challenge kind of uh you know keeping that ship steady in the, during the day uh the jody's actually going back to work uh on the well, she works in the front line so she's an immigration officer she's uh she's back out on the road uh, at the end of this month so yes it will be after the end of this month it will be me solely homeschooling and uh and working so that'll be fun
0: oh wow <laughs>
1: a new challenge <laughs>
4: <laughs> absolutely yeah <laughs> to, to, to be honest jody's brilliant at the moment you know she's she's taking care of most of uh, most of the the action and uh, yeah it's kind of uh, uh, we're, we're obviously to, well it's easter holiday isn't it at the moment so we're, yeah. uh, we're sort of uh, having a bit of a down bit of bit of downtime and, and yeah as for next week it's back to back to homeschooling again are you managing to get out running john yes yeah thankfully um i've obviously had to downgrade everything this year and uh, at the moment yeah just making sure try and get the you know the classical kind of uh, yeah. workouts in you know including just a speed session uh, threshold and a longer uh, ish run you know obviously not not going to be a sort of a three hours out and about but just uh you know just over an hour if we can
0: we were saying earlier um, that it's aren't we fortunate that if we are going to be locked down at least we're being locked down during the nicer months of the year for weather wise
4: Oh absolutely yes and uh, yes yeah, just beautiful out there um, and we've all worked so hard you know over the winter and, and, and yeah to have them um, to have the weather we're having at the moment is just it's kind of like just making things a little bit better isn't it. Absolutely so so when did John start running? Um, well, when, I, when did I start running it was uh, I I'd never well, one thing is at school they they used to have a cross-country event at school so there used to be several uh, weeks of practice and then the the cross-country event which was a you know a house event and it was up at uh you know, farlington just north of farlington marshes um uh, just to, north of the uh, the a27 up there and uh, we used to hide in the loft me and a few friends we just kind of mm-hmm. just thought you know stuff this why do we want to be running around a muddy field and uh, I, I, it's one of my biggest regrets because you know maybe i could have uh, you know maybe unlocked something back then but it wasn't to be so uh, it was the first time I ever actually did any running was in uh, the late '90s. I'm showing my age now. Uh, 1998. I uh, where I worked at the time, uh, they organised a. It was a team event uh, where we all took part in the Bourne Born Valley Half Marathon, which doesn't exist anymore, I don't think. But it was. Uh, I think it was around Andover, around uh, that that kind of part of the world. So yeah, we fielded this team, and I I got this sheet. You know with a training plan and and on it was things like um fartlek around the field and and I thought what was fartlek around the field I was too I didn't want to ask anyone so I just thought fartlek was running around the field I didn't even know it was you know anything about speed work speed work or slow and fast so yeah I uh, sort of fluffed this training plan um and I kept putting things off I kept making sure that you know my run was as late in the day as I could so I used to do stupid things like run down george street you know at half past um half past 11 at night and, and this is in croydon you know busy you know town center oh, wow. and you know people were like uh sort of what's this idiot doing you know and i thought, must admit i felt the same but yeah i <laughs> did, did, did pulled off this marathon half marathon and and that was it there was nothing for um a long long time i used to just go to the gym and just play uh, jump on a cross trainer i thought well why would i want to go on a running machine and Everything, everything sort of changed in in 2008. At work, we had a, a uh, we all all of our team were placed on a sort of a corporate sort of team building event, uh, which was uh, called the Winning Edge. And there was a guy, Richard Jackson, who's now an MBE. He he led the course, and he it, it just totally was the most most motivating um, thing I've ever been to, really. And it was a week event, and. And one of the things that he, he, he did, he went around the whole group and he, he knew it straight away, knew everyone's name. And, he, and we, we sort of thought, how, how can you, you know, normally when somebody asks your name, you, you sort of forget it sort of straight away or I try my best and I'm, I'm, I'm absolutely useless. And he said he said it's because you say, you know, he said and, and it, the, what he did, he came out with this uh, with the first sort of uh, inspirational quote, which was you are what you say you are. And you know we also so so he said yeah if you sort of uh, if you say oh I'm useless at remembering names guess what you you'll be useless at remembering names. So I turned that round on my you know rather than taking it back to work or anything like that I took it to my you know my personal side of life and I thought you know I was a bit inspired by Jodie's dad who ran the first ever London Marathon. So I thought rather than me always saying I could never run a marathon which is what I always used to say I just turned it around and said you know. I could run a marathon and I thought why not do the do the London Marathon so I another thing that he another uh, quote that came out of it was a, a goal is a dream with a date attached to it so I thought right okay I'm going to do the London Marathon and I'm going to run it in uh, 2013 so I joined the ballot like everyone did didn't get in and then jumped on a charity place and ran for uh, children with cancer and yeah it, it just ignited something I just found that yeah I'm I'm actually okay at this I i finished uh I it's a, my first marathon three forty one. so I didn't beat Jody's dad's time which was uh <laughs> I think it was three thirty four. I think he ran it in and that was that was back when obviously that's a gun time so he said he was like 15 minutes you know in the crowd before uh before crossing so uh so yeah, I was uh, I was pleased to to at least finish it and you know get a semi decent time and obviously after that just started running and that's that's yeah all around fairum uh, just uh, dropping in runs every everywhere I could um, nothing nothing like uh, you know structured or anything just go out for a run eight and a half minute miles nine minute miles that that kind of thing you know nothing nothing hectic at all really so yeah so that was it and then I guess it was. When Park Run uh, started, a friend of mine told me about it. And I thought, you know, this can't be true. A running event where you don't have to pay. And it's five, <laughs> you, you know, it's a 5K and you get a time. I thought, this is brilliant. Uh, so I started, that used to uh, just do the Park Run in South Sea. And and then it starts, you start, you know, chipping away at your time. And uh, my goal was like sub 20. Let's see if I can go sub 20. And it was around then that I, I thought, oh, I'm going to join a running club. That's it, you know, and had a look around. And uh, it was, uh, it just seemed obvious, really. I lived in Fairham, Fairham Crusaders seem a, seemed a, a great bet. And uh, I was a bit worried at first because, you know, the whole thing about what you imagine runners to be, you know, like um, rubbing deep heat on and, you know, wearing the <laughs> yellow and, you know, that kind of thing. And, and, and I, I was a bit bit sort of intimidated by, a uh, bit, bit intimidated by all of that so uh so yeah i i'd noticed that there were things like um i think you did a blog back then mike didn't you you had a blog that was running at the time I, yeah I if you,
0: that was 2016 it would have been
4: yeah 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 and it was just little things like that you know you start to learn a little bit more about the club see what you know hear what people or read what you know people were about and yeah it was uh, it was kind of uh, I i thought i'd uh, yeah take the plunge so i joined up and yeah, I think it was a nice uh, warm May evening. Uh joined the, the lads and yeah, we all went out for uh for a session. And it was fantastic. I remember
0: I remember one of those first sessions, John. I think on a Thursday night, uh, Neil Smith and I were we we're all chatting by the um by the entrance to the car park and we were trying to convince you to uh, to enter an upcoming race because we're yes. we we're in the hunt for promotion. We were like, Go on, John, I think I think we've got that new guy, John, I think he's quite fast. We can get him to join, yeah, <laughs> He'll be up for it. And, um, uh, and you
4: did you probably yeah, never let Yeah, I remember it's Phil Phil Chamberlain. He said to me, he said, What was your what's your uh, 10k time? I said, I don't know, I've never done a 10k. I said I've ran a you know sort of sub 25k. And then there was I think it was yeah, it was you and Neil were doing some sort of calculation in your head going, Yeah, yeah, he's he's probably <laughs> sub sub forty, isn't he? You know, and it was
0: uh, <laughs> I remember.
4: Yeah, and uh so yeah, I you know I'd already paid my you know subs uh for the club so yeah i was already a member and uh, then uh yeah just uh and uh d-day arrived which was the race wasn't it a 10 10k and uh yeah that was my first uh first ever hampshire road race Went all oh, right road, didn't it? yeah yeah i think it was uh 30 about 39 10 i think it was so yeah managed to nudge under that that um that 40 minute mark to make sure phil chamberlain was happy and uh yeah that was it hold on I did, I, has is that has that happened before uh, oh it might have actually just been a, a, pat, a tap on the shoulder that that qualifies doesn't it as a, as <laughs> a <I'm> so, <laughs> oh. uh,
1: so what do you so in that time and i suppose I, I think listening to you john we started club about the same sort of time um, and in that time obviously you know we've got to know each other and I've seen you running and, and Mike obviously you know you guys train a lot together and stuff your yeah. speed has come on your pace has come on an <laughs> awful lot um what do you think has had the biggest impact on that is there one thing or is it a combination of things
4: so yeah if I could pinpoint one thing it, it would be the, it would be the club because uh every every race that I'm do, i'm running in i'm uh, i'm putting in everything that i've learned and you know just to sort of uh you know tip, pin down three three separate elements there's there's the uphill and there's the downhill so with the uphill i'm back to a john ellard uh you know nine elm session and with the downhill it's uh it's it's an ian edwards uh, downhill uh, session at mercedes hill in wallington and i uh, that that kind of kept me going for years, but it was the I think it was Paula this year uh, having a couple of track sessions. She sort of looked at me and said, or it was after, you know, she filmed filmed me running around with uh, obviously I was with Brian, and uh, said to me, told me, you don't use your arms, do you? And and I'd never really thought about that. I just kind of just thought that your arms were there for balance. so, having sort of like you know taken on paula's advice which was to keep your your arms you know as high lips to elbow you know so you know you've got to get that stride and you know power yourself along with your arms it's it sort of changed my running technique a little bit and uh, as i said stubbington i was you know when i came to the hills as well as sort of focusing hard on you know just running up them i know they're not major hills but the, you know the principle is still it would normally be you know one of the elements i'd suffer at. I, I just powered myself up the hill using my arms and when i spoke to paula afterwards it was she said yeah you, you, you use your arms and your legs will follow so so yeah it's just a combination of um, these these training elements that really have sort of uh, you know unlocked that that technique that kind of allows me to sort of run that a little bit faster
0: you, you, the training that you do John is is incredible and you know you the whole club is so proud of you for the results that you managed to get but oh, what would you. no I, th- I think I speak for everyone there don't I friend everyone absolutely. So, absolutely so chuffed for you whenever you whenever you record a good run or get a pb um and on that note That's brilliant we've spoken about a couple of 10ks we we know that you're a, a, an absolutely phenomenal marathon runner but if you had to choose a race distance what what would be your favorite race distance and which pb are you most proud of today it
4: was it would have to be the marathon distance and that's only because that's kind of where my whole well the last couple of years the whole uh, focus on training has, has has gone really and it would be yeah chicago the 242 i, I wanted to it, you know, that, the, the plan was just to just to try and get that as much as I could off my Manchester time, which was 244. But also just to try and at the time, I thought it would be a a, a qualification time for Tokyo because uh, you can qualify for that by doing a time, uh, a time trial. Uh, but I originally planned on nailing that at Manchester. But then I found out that Manchester wasn't a certified gold course which obviously chicago is so yeah that that was that was really the whole thing behind it so getting that 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 time was uh,
0: yeah i was really you yeah, know chuffed to bits and rightly so that that oh, thank time you. is the stuff of dreams for so but, many people <laughs>
1: if, if i'm right you said your first marathon time was three forty one ish is that Am I right? Uh, is that what you said? Yeah,
4: 341. yep yeah. So, yeah, nearly, um,
0: nearly 341.50, Fran, because I'm on Estrava at the moment. <laughs> found it. Oh, my goodness. Sunday, the 21st of April, 2013. <laughs> yeah, Sunday, that's the 21st it. of April, 2013.
4: Oh, God. Don't look at the splits. <laughs> no, in, what,
1: what's that? Eight? No, not even eight years. Seven years. My math is shocking. You have knocked an hour off of the marathon distance. An hour yeah that is absolutely incredible when you think of it like that and and it's just that's just down to your hard it has to be down to hard work I know what you're saying there's there's totally something in in training with a club and what you can learn learn from it and improving your tech some of that has to come from just pure guts and training
4: yeah it's addictive it's you're always you know I always thought that you know sub three would would be enough you know and then obviously you just have that next that next challenge comes along and you just uh you, you wonder where it can go and that was this year i you know, it, it was a bit of a sort of a bit of a bold a bold thing that i was looking at but i, I really wanted to see if i could maybe run a marathon with you, you know using uh, six minute miles but obviously so i put the training <laughs> in put i put the hard work in and yeah as we all know it's uh it's uh, put to bed for a while, so we'll we'll see we'll see what happens with that one.
0: Not not getting any uh, younger, unfortunately. <laughs> so, um, if my calculator is is right, that would have put you on for a 2:37 time.
4: Yeah, I'll, it was around there, 2:37, not 2:38. T- uh, I'd have yeah, I'd have been happy, but I I mean that that's probably unattainable, you know. But you, you you just why not have something to go for? So that's that was that was where I was trying to trying to go i would saying if i if i burned and, and and fell then so be it but you know i'd have said yeah i've tried it and that's that, that's the the best this this body can do
0: and john you have to remember that if we'd have been interviewing you for the podcast back in 2013 2013 john probably would have thought that 242 was unachievable so you
4: yeah know. yeah oh, absolutely it, it you know it's yeah it's it's all relative isn't it you you, you break these things down uh, bit by bit and then uh yeah, yeah. Of course, it's just it, it. It's it's probably just a pipe dream anyway. Going that further, but uh, I think I've I've learnt that it's getting harder as I'm getting a, bit, a little bit older. But you know, it's the recovery is a bit slower. But you know, that's that's just uh, that's physiology, isn't it? You can't you can't you can't alter that.
0: It's not the only race though that you've had to disappointingly put to one side this spring is it
4: <laughs> yeah no there, there was a there was another one which was uh, yeah a bit gutted about uh, uh having uh, cancelled or, or taken off the calendar but yeah yeah it was the uh, it was it was the fleet fleet half marathon which i was uh, i had a, a, an england vest uh, to to run to run on in the uh, england athletics master team masters team with uh, with another john in the club so yeah we were going to both uh both uh wear the uh the england shirt that day and uh we looking forward to having our photo team photo little team photo taken and uh yeah it wasn't wasn't meant to be
0: oh well we're hoping for both of you that this is just a temporary pause and you'll get to wear that vest that vest soon because you both deserve it so much yeah no no thank you it was the, I had to run farm.
4: The, the qualification run was at Farnborough, so I ran I ran a 1:15:55 uh, at Farnborough, which gave me my my qualification time. And we've had a few emails that have, that have, uh, that have been sent since from England Athletics, and they've actually said that that, that qualification time will roll till next year. So they've said that yeah, I can I can I can represent England next next april so yeah that would be next year 2021
1: and uh, one little question to do with that um obviously you mentioned you had your england vest already now when we spoke to the other john um about this he mentioned something to do with the price and how he felt that maybe when you were representing your country it wasn't really (laughs) valued for the type of vest you've got and we just wondered whether maybe you had a similar view or not
4: yeah no no i was was a bit shocked at the price i i you know you've got to i I knew i'd have to put my hand in my pocket because it's uh it's an event that you know it's it's not a. I just i don't want to sort of downplay what it is but it's not it's not what you know a lot of people might think it is it's not uh you know it's not a professional event is it it's all it is is just you know it's um it's an opportunity for a lot of guys and girls you know decent runners for their age to be able to uh you know have a have a good day out you know wearing an England shirt so so yeah it's if if they were having to put their hand in their pocket to pay for it it probably wouldn't happen so it, it's it's one of those things you kind of just yeah you begrudgingly uh shell out for but uh yeah I I was a bit I was actually the, the fact that it got cancelled was you know that at that point I was thinking oh that you know waste of 35 quid that was but no it's uh it's just been put away yeah safely ready for next year hopefully
0: so John how do you with with the amount of incredible training that you do and the the incredible commitment that you've got to training how how do you balance it between uh family life and work life and training as well
4: it's it's a probably one the 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 main thing I have to admit this and 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 Jodie will you know she'll she she she'll cru- crucify me for saying it, but she she th- she thinks I gave up my career uh, to to just uh, because of running, and it's not it's it's not exactly that. It's it, what it is. Uh, my old I've been you know number of years worked in in property roles, and uh, it's it, that I've always been out on site. You know, driving around the country, and it's it's always been something which hasn't allowed that flexibility with running but it was a couple of years ago I got an opportunity to uh, to just change professions completely and so so yeah at the moment I'm I work in e-learning which allows me to work from home and the beauty of working from home is that you can you can run at lunchtime so every day I I know that I've got that I've got that hour or you know even if I need to take a little bit longer and, you know, make the time up another, you know, later on to, uh, to be able to get those, those longer runs in. Uh, Yeah. It's, I've, I've never been happier really with my, my, my work and the work life balance is, is perfect with two, with two, two small little ones. So yeah, everything, everything's works out. Okay.
1: So obviously we know you put a lot of time into your training. Um, and I think if I was to ask anyone, or if we were to ask anybody at club, or how would you describe John if they know you? Um, I think the words really lovely, really friendly, really nice, really humble um, would be said. That's uh, sort of you know my opinion there. Um, must but, be someone. Else. <laughs> <laughs> not at all. But what motivates you? You know, you've come away with some fantastic race results recently. You know, you've you've won your age categories, things like that. <coughs> You can't win things and not have a competitive side. I don't believe that. I think you, everybody, probably has some sort of competitive element. So, what motivates you mid race? What is it that gives you that? Right, I'm going to get to that finish line and I'm going to get the best place I can, or whatever it might be.
4: It's always it's just probably that that next that next challenge. So at the moment, it's kind of I'm trying to perhaps I don't know see what I can, but maybe finish first in my category in my age age category maybe uh, chip away at that time you know because i've got the goal set and i know that i've got to got to yeah you know, to be able to uh, to be able to get that time i've got to i've got to stick to a pace and and that's it i can't i can't move away from that so yeah it's you know if i know that i've got to run and it sounds really bizarre but run it like a two Uh, sorry a 545 pace I've just got to stick to that and somehow pull everything out to be able to uh, to be able to uh, to deliver that pace Uh, and I think you touched on it it was Paula wasn't it mentioned it the other day about being in the zone and I think that's you know being you know in the moment and that that's kind of what it is really it's it's you know your body's tired but just you know cutting that out and just really focusing on what you've got to do to be able to uh, to get that uh, that time or you know that you know that age group win or wh- you know whatever it would be uh, you know and if it's a qualification to time wh- wh- whatever whatever it is on there that uh, that I've set my sights on at the start of that start of that race
0: so yeah really it's as simple as that really and when you're not racing what's your favorite type of run so um it can it can include training but uh if what's your favorite session of the week is it the tray uh sort of going to the track trails hills a long run a club run a solo threshold what what's your favorite sessions of the week or of the year or favorite sessions of the year if it's seasonal
4: I, i i do like a good threshold i do like to have a rinse you know just to get out on the road and just put everything on it and you know it's uh it's just one of those where you can just be lost in the moment and just get just get get rid of it, you know. All your and it helps with you know as you know we're, we're a big club on you know mental health and it, it just helps clear the mind and just just focus on you know just flush flush everything out and then you you arrive back um, you know kind of like a just that feeling that little bit better about things. So yeah, no, it's probably a yeah, probably yeah good old threshold rinse as they say.
1: Threshold rinse I've never thought of it like that I quite like that <laughs> um, <laughs> um so we're coming to the end of our chat with John um and as we have done with the last few uh, members that we've chatted to we want to f- finish with one last particular question um and what we'd like to know from you John is if you were to recommend one race to our members what race would that be please
4: wow uh the if it was just one race, I mean, it would have to be. And I know it's not the easiest one to to, to sort of uh, enter, but the the, the New York uh, City Marathon. It's it's just the most phenomenal experience, and I, I just recommend it to to anyone that gets that opportunity to just to get out there. It's it's little things like uh, you, you know you're running through those five boroughs, but as as you start off, you start off on the uh, Verrazano Bridge uh, overlooking Manhattan, and it's a, it's a tiny little thing got me was that the, they play New York, New York, Frank Sinatra. And it just, the, the goosebumps, just thinking about it now, just, ah, oh, it's just amazing. And then, you know, you've got the guy saying, you've got five minutes to go. Every, you know, come on, New York, let's hear it. And everyone's cheering and then off you go. And it's, as I said, those five boroughs you, you run through, just each got that that little bit of magic, that that unique magic that kind of um, just makes it so so amazing one of my favorite parts was that they, they had a, a full uh, brass band all playing the rocky theme and ah. and i just oh. thought wow my you know what what chances are that to run past this band with with them actually playing the rock you know the rocky theme and it was only when i got back i i it was one of the things i googled i said yeah the you know the the band you know sit playing by the church you know in brooklyn and apparently they they play that song they do they play the rocky theme non-stop
1: oh wow for, for oh.
4: about eight hours i think it is they, they play it so it's you, know, you it just it kind of just one of those small small little things that just adds to the the magic of the day and yeah and then you finish in central park and you know you, you just think this is it this is you know how can you how can how can there ever be a better a better experience than this but and i know that differs that there's so many more you know I mean, there's there's magical trail runs you can you can go on everything and i love all those as well don't get me wrong it's not just about road running but i think for for that one that one experience which i think i'll take with me for the rest of my life would uh, yeah definitely definitely be that one don't
0: know about yeah. you friend but i'm sold well, I
1: get out there was gonna <laughs> I mean, say, it was on my bucket list of races anyway but now it really is i love new york as well as a city oh um,
4: you can make I mean, you know you have a little. Oh, break when you're over there and everything you know there's so much to do it's yeah it's um, just a race envy (laughs) oh do it
0: do it do it (laughs) john thank you from both of us so much for joining us for this interview uh we've been so excited looking forward to chatting to you and we we are not walking away disappointed it's this has been absolutely fantastic
4: oh no thank you both of you and obviously again i know that i've sort of mentioned it before but you you two guys brilliant doing this it's it's helping us get through this period uh you know i love a podcast and to to, to have this now as my number one podcast You've just overtaken uh, marathon talk so so well done both of you oh. uh, it's uh, it's yeah it's, it's the it's the first thing i'm I'm turning to now so no well, well done it's brilliant and a part of history as well because this will still be here won't it this podcast in a number of years time and we can all we can all look back on it and uh have a listen to to to, to you know what we all got up to uh you know during that that time of our lives that we'll long remember
6: i've never
1: thought of that we're part of history mike
0: <laughs> part of history there you go
1: ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, john it's been absolutely brilliant and uh well we look forward to when we can all get back to running not only running with you again but seeing what the future holds with your running and seeing whether that six minute mile marathon is something well we, we're certain you'll be able to do it but hopefully you'll get to do it as well
4: oh we'll see it'd be be good if it did but obviously yeah running again with you guys can't wait you know let's hopefully we'll you yeah, know we'll get out on the, the, the tail end of the summer maybe and hit some trails
0: that'd be amazing Perfect. and in the meantime t- um keep safe have you and your family all uh keep nice and healthy and take care of each other and yeah we look forward to seeing you soon john you two guys thank you take care, bye. Take care. You.
4: bye bye
0: bye
1: bye right we're at the end of the podcast it's time to find out who our guess who captains are so captain number 1 are you still there
7: I'm still here. I'm on the end of the phone. Yes.
1: Lovely. Thank you for waiting for us. That's no problem at all.
7: And your voice is so
0: different now, Captain.
7: (laughs) (laughs) I wanted to to dive in and chat with you and laugh with you, but I couldn't because you told me otherwise you can't disguise my voice. So that's probably why I sounded a bit robotic.
0: (laughs) Well, I think we should give you the chance to properly introduce yourself. Captain, who are we talking
7: to? It's Martin Ward, also known as Martin the Kitman. <laughs>
3: catching...
7: <It's... laughs> Hello, Martin. <laughs> it's probably a good job that you did
0: uh, you did clarify that because there's probably a whole load of people on Facebook that literally think your surname is the
3: Kitman.
7: Well, no, they don't actually. Many people think I'm Martin Kitterman. and um, <clears throat> I remember one lady wrote me a cheque, and she wrote she bought some uh, t-shirts, and she actually made it out to Martin the Kitman. And I, and I said to her, I said, I'm oh, sorry. I said, Martin the kit man is a fictional character on Facebook. He doesn't actually exist. I said, you need to make it payable to Fair and Crusaders Running Club. And she said, that's what happens when, you, when you've got two young kids chasing around when you're writing a cheque.
0: <laughs> oh, bless her.
7: Yeah.
0: <laughs> first things first, Martin. Can you remember when you were captain of our fine club?
7: What year? Yeah, it was um, season 2009 to 2010. There was basically 10 years ago oh. oh
0: wow and who were you captain with can you remember
7: i was captain with kathy ellis i believe she's moved to wales to live now
0: oh she has but she's still in our facebook group so uh, oh great uh, that's everybody. good news and you've done such an amazing job with the kit as well how long have you been doing the kit for
7: um well i took it over when uh, we went down to paul to do the Paul 10k and i sat on the train next to jim and he said do you know what? I wish someone helped me out with a kit and I said I can do that for you and that's when that's when I officially became the kit man on the train down to to Paul <laughs> from Southampton when we changed trains.
1: When I first met you, when I first started at the club, Martin, you were the Thursday night man for the eight thirty to ten minute mark group. <laughs> um that's and right. you were the yeah. regular leader for that uh, because they were more unofficial than they are now runs, weren't they? I mean, although you obviously led them impeccably and planned them meticulously um but yeah it, you were such a welcoming and encouraging leader
7: that's very kind of you say, fran i do appreciate that i think one of the advantages that i've got is because i've lived in fairham all my life i know basically where all the where you can run and where you can't run and what's safe and you know for, for traffic and things like that and also in the summer we knew where to go for footpaths and things out at the back of the, the, the to the north of the leisure center so and it all worked very well i mean the good thing about Thursday night, I always thought, is that everybody bought into it. There was nobody there who was who was always um, upset about something. There was, nobody moaned, nobody complained. And when you've got a group of people like that, then you obviously want to keep going with it. But unfortunately, in, in recent years, I've had trouble with my knee, so I can't I can't do it so much. But hopefully, after Mr Lockdown, I might be able to go out with Alan and Nicky and my other friends who have got injuries. And just uh, do our injured and infirmed group that we've been doing, or we try to do. So um, just to keep keep in touch with everybody, really, just to see them when you all clear off to do your own races, all all runs, and then meet up with everybody afterwards and have a little chat before we all go on. So it's um, it's just one of those things, really. I think if you're if you're listening to this podcast and you, and your running's going really really well, don't worry about if you go out and your and your time's not quite right. Oh, I could have done it quicker. That's not important. The fact is you're out there, you're doing it, and you're on form. Enjoy it. Because when you get older, you just can't do what you used to do when you were younger. I mean, I always say, I've got an engine, but I haven't got a gearbox because my knee's a bit dodgy now. So, you know, I can go out on my bike and, have, and still keep fit that way. But yeah, if you're enjoying your running, just get in there and just keep going with it. It's absolutely brilliant. It's a great way to meet people. It's a great way to keep fit. And um, when you've got a club like ours there's enough people there so you always meet someone new you can chat to a good example of that is the um the, the park runs you can go to fair or you can go to lee there's always people there you know you can go and have a chat with it, it's brilliant the whole thing's just great for social as well as a bit of um, exercise as well
0: thank you so much for giving up your time to chat to us martin and letting us distort your voice
7: <laughs> yeah I, I i should i should listen in just to see what you've done with it i, but I don't know if it's going to be mickey mouse or donald duck that's just the thing isn't it really and neither do i yet that's the fun of it <laughs> lovely to
0: chat to you and we can't yep. wait to see you again once the lockdown's over
7: yeah same here
0: and uh, i do believe that while we've been talking uh you got some more kudos by the way on your android oh,
7: phone. I, I did hear it go off actually yeah <laughs> <laughs> anyway you two stay safe and um hope your families are all right and uh, I look forward to seeing you all again um, in the near future. I hope.
1: Let's hope, and you stay safe as well, and your family as well.
7: Yeah, thank you very much.
1: Thank you. Take care. Take Take care, care, Martin. Bye Bye bye. 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 Right. So we now know who Captain Number One is. I think we need to find out who Captain Number Two is. Captain Number Two, can you let us know who we should have guessed? It's
2: Debbie Taylor
1: yay hi debbie hi how are you oh thank you
2: debbie for being here and taking part are you okay yeah i'm fine thank you
0: how are you finding lockdown are you are you coping okay with everything so far
2: uh we're coping surprisingly well we've had no rows in the house but all three of us are all still working which probably helps we don't have all that All what should we do today because we know what we're doing um um it's difficult not getting out and about and seeing people and only being able to run very locally yeah. but yeah we're coping
0: we'll get through now um obviously you will be well known at the club but for perhaps anyone that has joined us recently can you remind everyone what year you were captain and who you were captain with
2: 2015 to 2016 i was captain, yeah. I was cap- captain with neil smith
0: ah oh, i remember it well
1: and Debbie, you and Neil were my captains when I joined, so you always remember your first, cap- the first your first captains, the captains when you first joined club.
2: Yeah, that's that's good to know that I was the one that you'll remember. But I was injured all year, so it was a, a bit oh. of a <laughs> bit of a damp squib for me in the end. But I started off okay, and then after about a month, I got injured, and that's the way I basically stayed for the whole of my the uh, whole of my reign.
0: Oh, Debbie, well, I remember we were we were. Was- I think the whole club was so gutted for you. It just—it was just like the worst luck in the world. What can you can you remember as far back? What what injury you had? Was it just the one, or was it a series of injuries?
2: It was a it was a bit of a series, um, but it was mainly an Achilles problem. Uh, so I would start to come back to it, and then it would go again. So uh, or something else would happen because, as you know, with Achilles problems, you tend to like you you make allowances in other parts of your bodies and get injured in other places. Yeah, you, you run in the wrong way, and then you get another injury, like your knee might hurt or something. Yeah. So yes, I um I was overcompensating with the Achilles, and uh, which caused slight injuries and niggles in other places. So yeah, it was um it just kept going like that. Yeah, yeah it was very frustrating.
0: You are still a captain that's very close to all of our hearts, and mm. uh, we are incredibly uh, grateful that you've given up your time to come and join us on this podcast and let us distort your voice and ask you strange questions. It's been fun. What are your plans for the, for the next few weeks? Is it more of the same sort of lots of working and uh, just just trying to muddle through until things start to get a bit better?
2: Yeah, lots of working. Um, I've got my workstation set up at home. I'm not enjoying working from home, but we are at a very busy time of the year anyway. So lots of working, a few days of leave to try and uh, make it feel a bit easier um and we've got some sunbeds arriving so um i'm hoping the sun's uh, going to come out
1: oh well the weather forecast for next week is a PE teacher's dream so sadly i won't be taking part in any of that but if you've got your sunbeds arriving it looks beautiful oh thank you so much for joining us um, it's been a pleasure to chat with you and to get to know you a little bit more some some things i certainly didn't know about you so yeah thank you lovely thank you we'll speak to
0: you soon debbie take care and keep safe and hope the family stays safe and healthy too you too
2: take care bye
0: i think that's our longest
1: show today thank you all so much for listening we hope you all enjoyed episode six it has been lots of fun as ever to chat to our different guests and learn a bit more about them and yeah we hope you keep enjoying what we are enjoying recording
0: for you uh, indeed and make sure you're all staying safe keep healthy wash your hands and uh, we will see you next Tuesday same time same place for some more amazing guests uh, you have a good week Fran um, no doubt I'll be speaking to you every day as we are at the moment
1: anyway yep um, I, I don't miss you I do miss you oh my god what am i saying <laughs> I don't miss you at all what I meant is, is I can't miss you because I am speaking to you so much oh, I yeah. don't miss you I can't miss you that's not you. well 15
0: countries that are not missing each other in the slides. everyone have a good week
3: yep take care
0: bye bye